Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Here's your heads up to this well, longer podcast, and it's actually a two-parter, and it's all about performance anxiety. But the thing is, don't think about, well, I don't perform, because you do. Every breath you take, everything you do is a performance. And if you get any anxiety about what you do, then you have performance anxiety. And we're going to really deep dive into this and find some really good ways of being able to just let it go. So have a, have a listen. Warning. 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 You are entering into the unplugged mind of Paul Clough. Clough. Too late. Personal Development Unplugged. Hey guys, welcome back to Personal Development Unplugged. It's me, Paul. And today, I want to talk about uh, performance anxiety. See, I had an email from a lovely guy called Will. And his email said, my students seem to struggle with nerves when, when they're studying and or when it comes to exams or playing in front of people. Yet my younger students just seem to be fine. I wonder why that is. Now you see, performance anxiety. You've got to think about it in what it is to start off with. And, and performance anxiety can be literally anything. Yes, Will is a music teacher. He's also more than that and a little bit of the, the clip it, to start off with, showed his music, and I'll stick it the whole bit that he sent me on the end because I think it's absolutely marvellous. I think it's really great. It's awesome. But the thing is, performance anxiety can be anything that requires a performance. So in Will's case, it's music. But it could be acting. It could be public speaking. It could be just being who you are. Because I don't think of being who you are as a performance, but you are performing as the real you or maybe you're not and that's because of performance anxiety but whatever it is and I think it could be anything you can fill in the blank I want to be pretty comprehensive about this and so this is probably going to be a little bit of a deep dive that may go into two parts we'll we'll see because I think it's important about you know anxiety uh, which will and fear and things like that that could be the basis of this understanding it first and then getting into the to the hows and the whats and the maybes and all that stuff. So we need to understand what performance anxiety is and why we experience it. Now, here's my take on a little bit of it. It's just a behavior. That's all it is. Because if you look at it as just a behavior, you'll be you're behaving in a nervous way, a frightened way. That's all it is. We can change our behaviors in a moment, but we can reinforce that in a different way as well. But you see, we also need to get our unconscious mind to recognize what it's doing for us isn't working. It worked when it first decided to use a little bit of anxiety, a little bit of nervousness or whatever that feeling is for you. The very first time it did it, it worked. But now 
is missing out a whole lifetimes of experience, a lifetime of real beliefs, values. It's just hitting that old, old process of that younger you. And we've got to get it to understand, I guess, that it's just in conflict. We want it to keep us safe because that's what it's trying to do. In effect, trying to keep you safe. But the thing is, when you when you suffer from performance anxiety, whatever your performance is, how safe do you feel? Not at all. Nothing. Nada. In fact, you feel probably so worse than safe that that shows there's a complete um, conflict between what's intended and what the actual result is. So I want to break things down so we can really understand it. I want to understand it myself and then through that hopefully you can understand things i can understand things and more importantly i'll be talking to you and your unconscious mind so what's it all about and you say if if you believe as i believe this is purely just a behavior and therefore if we go back to nlp and nlp presuppositions every behavior has a positive intention or there's a positive intention behind every behavior. We just need to find that positive intention. It's a bit like, I guess, a best friend. If you were a best friend to somebody and you know they're going to do something in front of somebody or they're going to have to perform, so whether it's an an exam or actually uh, performing in front of people or being just you, you need to think and prepare. Because if you're prepared, then you're going to be fine, aren't you? You're going to be really safe. Now, a good friend would help you that way, wouldn't it? It would remind you. It would like knock on our head. A little knock and go, hey, Cluffy, got to prepare for that. Just make sure you've got all your information at hand. Have you done a little bit of practice if you need to? Have you got, you know, the things that you need to be prepared for? But the thing is, it doesn't do that, does it? Our best friend doesn't do that. It sends us into overwhelm because it goes, but also, what happens if you get it wrong? And if you get it wrong, what would happen then? And what would people think of you? And then how you would you feel? And, you know, would you, be, would you feel sick? Would you feel that horrible feeling in the stomach again? And then you'd have to be shaking. And then you never want to do it again. But it'd be okay if you prepare. Now, that just sends you into overwhelm, doesn't it? And that's exactly what we don't want and then because you see what happens then that then forms into maybe like a you get a negative belief because now this is the unconscious mind doesn't know what's right and wrong or not i'm going to rewind that doesn't know what's real or that's not real because when you imagine things and you imagine them so vividly sometimes your unconscious mind thinks that's a real memory so now you're implanting memories into your memory system which aren't memories of things going wrong that didn't happen. And so your unconscious mind says, we don't want that to happen, so let's prepare even more. Because what would happen if it got worse? And then we make more and more bad little internal representations and films. And, of course, then we attach beliefs to these, negative beliefs. You know, I can't do it. I'm not worthy. And the old imposter syndrome comes up. You know, I'll get found out. The old reptilian brain suddenly goes, hey, let's get into overdrive, boys and girls. I'm going to keep you safe because there's a saber-toothed tiger might come along. Oh, really? But with a positive intention. To keep you safe and therefore successful. Now, can you see now? There's that massive 
When I say massive, it's not massive as in, in like globally massive, but it's just one end of the extreme to the other of conflict. I'm your best friend. I'm trying to keep you safe. The one, what's the result of me trying to keep you safe with the way and the behaviors I'm using? I'm doing everything that doesn't feel bloody safe. But the thing is, if you knew, if you knew you had a best friend who was going to be with you all the time, keeping you safe, therefore whatever you did, you'd be safe. Wouldn't it be awesome? Well, you have got that best friend. We just need to guide it, help it to recognize that there's a conflict. And I, oh, I, well, I believe in the experience I have with my clients is when your unconscious mind recognizes what it's doing is no longer getting the result that it wants, and you're not pushing away the intention, it will go, do you know what? I've got to change. Because taking the consequences of having anxiety to an extreme, it makes you depressed maybe. It makes you, your, your immune system will go down. Your energy levels will go down because you're using all this energy in the wrong places. It's bloody tiring being scared. There's no doubt about that. End of the day, you go, oh, so tired. Yet, if you were doing that same performance, feeling at ease, knowing that you're safe and be able to perform at your best, being able to access all the things that you know and all the things you need, you'd come away from that going, do you know what? I feel I could do that again. I can. I could do it again. And I can get it even better. Maybe it wasn't as perfect as you want, but perfect will never happen, by the way, because you can always make it a little bit better. But you can feel so good and your energy level. So getting your unconscious mind to realize that, it will suddenly go in the old Homer Simpson, well, it does in my head. Homer Simpson goes, oh, let's find a better way. But it doesn't, doesn't know a better way, I guess. So we have to help educate it. And that's where these type of podcasts come in, but also other stuff. So I think if you're really intense and have, have real intense um, performance anxiety, then maybe... Maybe you, you should see somebody, but see somebody who I believe has hypnosis, NLP, timeline therapy backgrounds, because I just know that those type of people tend to get things done really quickly and they're permanent. So maybe you need that help because, you know, if you were playing golf or any sport and you want to get better at it, you'd get a coach, wouldn't you? There's no, nothing negative about getting a coach to help you get better at something. Even if it's something you are performing at, it's good to get, you know, if you if you were presenting, to get a speech coach, to get someone who can show you how to gesture, whatever it is. If it's exams, someone teach you how to remember to read the questions, how to access the information you've already got, how to uh, remember things. No issues in those at all. So if you've got really intense performance anxiety, I always say, you know, go and find someone who can really help. Because I think well, you owe it to yourself. And if they're going to get it done in one, two or three sessions, they ought to be able to get it done in one, two or three sessions at the very most. Then it's not that expensive, especially when you view it in the whole scheme of things. You, if you've got the rest of your life and, the, and just being comfortable. And the thing about this is you will lose that performance anxiety in that particular context. But what happens, certainly in my experience, that other areas of your life will change too. Because if you get more confident and competent in, say it was uh, as as well asked, uh, playing in front of somebody or have an exam, you then get confident to take 
more exams maybe, or know that you know stuff. You the the imposter theory, imposter thingy disappears because you then become more competent and confident in yourself. You start to play in front of people and enjoy it because you know they're they're there to listen to you and support you because that's the change that you get. And then you start to talk to people differently in your social circles because you just feel more comfortable in yourself because now you're performing through your own voice, your real voice, the real you. You become aligned with who you are, where you're going, you know, your mission on this world, whether you know it or not. Unconsciously, you're aligned to it because now you are accessing all the positive resources that you need, the positive beliefs, the positive values, the positive emotions. And all of that kicks into wonderful, positive behaviors because you have the right state of mind, the right physiology. Everything just gets aligned and in different areas of your life. So first off, I would always suggest one-to-one. I just get it. I mean, you can, some people think about, well, I don't know anybody. Well, you can find, there, there are loads of really good people around. People now do things in on Skype or Zoom. That's how I work with a lot of my my clients now who are in, well, sometimes they're in the land of the future in New Zealand. I love that term, in the future, living in the future, living in tomorrow. But um, there's a few time issues, but we can get over that. So they work with me and we get the results. You don't, ideally, it's nice to have you right in the room. That's the ideal situation. But one removed, Skype, Zoom, it just works wonderfully. But what else? What else could you do? And I'm just going to give you a few to-dos before we start getting into deeper things. See, one of the things you could do, and this is sort of a do-it-yourself type thing, but and it's not a push for me, but it is, because there's, but there's other products around. You may want to take a Supreme in a Confidence course. Who does one of those? Well, I do. Uh, maybe you want to uh, free your life of anxiety. Who does one of those courses? Oh, well, I do. But so do other people. If you want to find mine, I mean, have a look at it. There's a money-back guarantee, you know, so don't worry about what have you got to lose? Anxiety, fear. What have you got to gain? Confidence, being able to do things. Because the thing is about that is they, those programs and other people's programs, certainly I know about mine because I prepared them, obviously, they are geared in a way to take you from step one, to deal with the past. This is the way I work. To clear the past, to get your unconscious mind to learn from the past, learn about the root cause, the root cause of the issue, to understand that you have now all the resources you need that you didn't have back then. The problem is your unconscious mind isn't accessing those resources. So it needs to learn that. And when we learn that, we then start to look at the present, how you want to be, how are you doing what you do now to be able to change it? Because once we've learned about the past, we can then start to look of how I want to be now. How can we change you right now? And then, because changing right now is then changing our beliefs, our values, our experiences. Because once we change some of our other ways that we look at the past, those experiences are now different. We've uncovered different resources. We change our behaviors and emotions, change our physiology right now. And then, we move into the future to make sure that if things were to happen, that when they happened in the past, 
you would have acted in the old way, but now in the future, your unconscious mind finds better ways so it knows at an unconscious level how to perform, to excel, to succeed, and feel bloody good about it. You know, to use things like awareness, competence, calmness, being at peace, because it's like having a recipe. It's not just one. I'm not just confident when I perform. I want to be feeling competent. But with that, I'm aware of what's happening. So awareness needs to be there. Maybe I just need to feel excited. Maybe I've got to feel curious as well. So when I'm talking with somebody, when I'm, because I perform, I guess, when I, when I work with a client. So I am confident, but not overconfident. Confident. I'm competent, but I'm also curious. And I listen with intent, real intent. But I also have a wonderful positive intention and the goal in mind for, for that session. And I know a long time ago when I first started working with the clients, it was what I wanted to do. I'd done all my trainings. Well, in fact, I hadn't finished my trainings, um, but I had some training. <laughs> I had some really good knowledge, knowledge, some processes that I knew just really worked. But the most scariest thing was to be in a room with one other person, knowing that I hadn't got the trainer in the other room saying, excuse me, uh, can you come and help me a minute? I'm, I'm a bit stuck. No, I'm one-to-one. And that was... I had to get over my performance anxiety. But the thing is, once you trust your unconscious mind and you do this clearing type work and work to access the resources you want for the future, boom, they just get better and better, especially if you ask yourself good questions so you can continue learning because that's what it's about. Because when you start learning and then you practice and you learn and you practice, you feel so good. It's called, we talk about it, I've talked about it quite a few times, mastery. What is mastery? Mastery isn't knowing everything. You'll never, ever, ever know everything. So yeah, you will be found out by somebody who knows something more than you, but hey, who wants to be the the most intelligent person in the room? Because if you are, you're boring, probably. But also, you don't learn anything. But mastery is knowing what you, well, doing what you know and knowing what you do. If you can really get a mastery of the things that you do know, you'll feel competent and confident enough to learn a little bit more. And then you'll master that. And then you'll master that. That's setting, that's setting the current resources for you. All we have to do is clear the past. So there's courses. I'm trying to get back on track now because I went off on a good one there. But there's courses. My courses are at paulcloughonline.com. Have a look through. You'll see uh, Free Your Life of Anxiety and the other one is Supreme Inner Confidence. I think it's, if you go to paulcloughonline.com forward slash confidence, it's there. And I have a little rubbish little, it's not rubbish, Paul. Well, there's a video that explains it all and there's there's some lovely narration. It's so lovely because I did it, but it's the processes that really work because they're geared just for that particular thing and they work their way through. But have a look. Give me your feedback on them. But that's like the second case of doing it yourself. But we really start to look at some some how-tos. Because I want to give you some how-tos on this particular section. And not just, well, leave you in the lurch. Because that's not what I do. But you see, one of the things I always ask is, if I've got a feeling, and it's a negative feeling, Positive feelings are good, but I don't, you don't tend to question positive feelings. But if you've got a negative feeling, such as uh, performance anxiety, whatever you want to call it, anxiety, fear, dread, whatever it is, it's just a label. It's a label for a behavior. Just notice where it is in your body. 
Because emotions, positive and negative, in my experience, they're in your body, they begin to spin. Spin in a particular direction. And as they spin faster, they get more intense. And then when another feeling comes, that feeling subsides and therefore just disappears. And another feeling in a different area of your body begins to spin in a different way. Yes, there's if you really go into it, there's different colors and things like that. But And they're all the submodalities of that feeling. But the thing is, I know, and the other thing is before we go into even deeper than that, some people will say, oh yeah, no, no, it just, it's always in my head. I can see it now. See those pictures. Yeah, but the thing is, something had to start those pictures off. And it can be incredibly quick. It's like, get the feeling, see the pictures. Something happens, get the feeling, see the pictures. So we have to then go, okay, here are the pictures in my mind as I think about it. Where's that feeling? Where's it come from? And you find a place in your body that has or is that negative emotion. Put a label on it if you want. I don't tend to bother. I, you know, some of the labels I give them, I give them names. This is Fred, George, Lucy, whoever. Penelope is a lovely name for, for a negative emotion because, yeah, we've got to loosen that model. But anyway, so if we, we're calling this negative emotion Penelope, you go, okay, just put your awareness into Penelope or your name, your name of choice. And just notice, as you really just sit there with it for a moment, you can just ask, what are you trying to do for me? What are you trying to do for me? What is the positive intention of having me feel this way? And when you get it, because it will come, you'll get it in in various modalities. You see, some people think that when you ask a question with your internal voice, you're going to get a voice that goes, hey, what a wonderful question. Here's the answer. I'm so glad you asked it. But the thing is, that can happen. It can be in another person's voice. It can be in your voice. But sometimes it doesn't. And this is what I sell to my clients is listen with all your senses because you might get another feeling that you can interpret. So it could be, oh, I'm now feeling safe. Oh, that's safety. Or maybe there's a word that comes to mind. It's not a voice, it's not an answer. It's just there's a word on the tip of my tongue and I just got to say it out loud. So say it out loud and write it down. Or maybe there's a memory, a little memory that comes up and you go, that really doesn't make make too much sense. But hey, you just ask. I understand. I acknowledge this memory now. What are you trying to do for me? What is that positive intention? And you will get it. If you sit with your unconscious mind and just keep asking your best friend, thank it first. Thank you for doing what you're doing for me. The intention. I know you're trying to do something really good because if you talk to your best friend as you would a best friend, thank it for doing what it's been doing because it's been doing it for bloody years. Just maybe needs to change the way it's doing it now. Just ask then, thank you for doing what you've been doing. I understand that you've been trying your best for the wonderful positive intention. But let me know, what is that positive intention? And if I was to know, what would it be now? And sit and wait and write it down. Maybe as you do that and you get that intention, just notice as you sit in that feeling again, just ask, what belief do I have about myself that makes this feeling so? And you'll probably get a negative belief comes up, something like I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough. Because you see, having a positive intention to keep you, it'll be something around safety, I know, protection and safety, because that's what anxiety fears tend to do. It's a big generalization, Cluffy, but generally that's where you're going to find it. But then you get a negative belief and you go, well, how could there's a negative belief like I'm not good enough or I'll get found out, this imposter syndrome, keep me safe. 
Well, actually, think about it. If you're believing of yourself in this particular context that you're not good enough or you'll be found out, you'll do one of two things. One is you won't do it. So you won't feel that hurt of failure, which doesn't exist, by the way. Failure doesn't exist. It's just a thing that is a little concept in our head, I guess. Or it will make you think, well, I've really got to prepare for this. I really have to, because if I get found out, I don't want to get found out. So I've got to know everything. That's when the overwhelm comes. But you see, you have that that positive intention with a negative belief. And then all of a sudden you're going, ah, I understand what you're trying to do. Then you can say, but it's not working because it doesn't feel safe. I don't, I don't feel in a place where I can perform in safety. It's overwhelm. And just ask your unconscious mind, do you realize now there's a, there's a conflict in this? These are all the type of things I'd be talking to you if you were my client. And you just get an understanding. Because I think that's the first part. This is going to be a two-parter. Um, because that's the first part of any, I guess, any work or the type of work that I do is understanding the positive intention. Because once we know that, we're going to say to your unconscious mind, your best friend, if it's, I want to keep you safe, I want to protect you, I want to stop you from feeling hurt, embarrassment, or whatever those things are, you go, well, that's a nice thing. I want that too. But the thing is, I don't feel that way because of the emotion you're giving me in that negative belief. But I want you to continue to have that positive intention. We just got to find a better way. Because I believe, and this is all about my beliefs and experiences, when you really commit to your unconscious mind and honor its intention by saying, we're never going to take that away. Never going to take the intention away. In fact, you can keep this behavior if you want, because there may be, maybe, doubtful, but maybe one time in the future that this behavior, this feeling may help you. But the thing is, at the moment, you're doing the same behavior. So it's as if you have a choice of one. And when you think about having a choice of one, it's not really a choice. Even a choice of two is not a choice because it's either or, and nothing is either or. It's a it's a big, wonderful world of resources and beliefs and behaviors that you can use that will get better results. And then when you mix them together as a recipe, then you can have anything you want. So this is where I'm going to stop on the first part. If you do suffer from performance anxiety of any kind, remember, one-to-one, this is, this is called the recap, a one-to-one with somebody who's, who you feel comfortable with. Make sure you feel comfortable with them, by the way. Because if you don't feel comfortable with that with that practitioner, that whatever you want to call them, therapist, then it probably won't work as well as it, it could work or can work and will work. But when you feel comfortable and confident in their competence, it seems to make sense. It seems to resonate that you're in the right place at the right time with the right person. I really believe you'll get the results you want. Because you're going to be willing to do whatever it takes. And that's the only only thing you need to do. I'm prepared to do whatever it takes because I know when I get this right, I'm going to reap the, the success of being able to perform as being me. Sing from my real voice. Play from my heart. Be who I really am. And then allow the success from that which, and have the success in every different context of my life. Get better and better. We never know. I always say, you never know how far the ripples of change will go. And you don't know because that's what's going to happen. So, one-to-one. Or you go and have a look at my, my programs. Or you start to do it, 
do it yourself and you can do that if if that's what you, you're going to know what is right for you remember get your journal out to do this type of thing to write the bloody things down so you don't forget and one of the questions will be find that feeling don't make it a 10 out of 10 by the way you don't have to think of the most worst time you felt that way 5 out of 10 is good just remember a time when you felt that let's call it performance anxiety that fear and it was 5 out of 10 10 being the worst 0 being nothing flatline so you're telling your unconscious mind this is what we're working for this is what we're working with as well okay and then just ask that question but before we ask it what do we do we thank your best friend. Thank you for doing what you've been doing for me for all these years. I really appreciate the effort that you're doing. And I understand there's a positive intention. If I was to know, let me know what the positive intention for having me feel this way and behave this way. And notice what comes up. And then as you notice what comes up, you write it down. Remember to listen with all your senses. Because it could be a wonderful sentence comes back. Here's the answer to your dreams. I'm looking after you, my son, my daughter. Here I am. Or it could be just a feeling. A feeling of peace, safety, or whatever. I don't know. Or it could be just a word on the tip of your tongue. Or it could be a memory, which is like a metaphor. And thank your unconscious mind and just ask, and what belief do I have about myself that makes this feeling so? Let's just find that negative belief. Because it's nice to understand that. And once you get that, you'll be able to ask your unconscious mind just say do you, do you realize i want that intention but do you realize what you're trying to do is not making me feel that way is it there's a conflict and if you get a feeling well no i don't so well go ahead and realize it it's as simple as that really don't get complicated just go simple well i want you to go back through all those times and realize it didn't work and realize there's a better way we don't know what the better ways are yet we haven't gone that that far but just realize there is a better way Go do that now, and then just let it go. Remember the questions. We, we, we throw a question in, we let it germinate, let your unconscious mind work on it, and then come back to it. You know, that was you know, validated to us by a world champion. What we're doing is right. So ask the questions, wait for the answers, and then you'll start to, to move on. So that's where I want to leave you at the moment. There's loads and loads more that we go into. So that'll be part two. So what I'm going to leave you with is... I'll give you a little bit of a, maybe a whoa, whoa, whoa or something like that because I want you to share and I want you to subscribe and I would love you to to ask me questions. Give me feedback. You know, feedback at personaldevelopmentunplugged.com just as Will did. And I'll also play just a bit more of this nice piece of music that I had to tease it out of it, by the way. It wasn't a case that Will was trying to get something played. I actually said, do you have something I could... I could use I'd re- and he resisted for a little while but I teased it out of him because it's nice to know of the people around and what what people do because Will had this as well and he used hypnosis and things like that to to uh, get over it you know, this is what we're doing isn't it so let's do that have more fun than you can stand ask those questions and then we'll dive even deeper still because remember last one this performance anxiety can be just be performing you being the real you performing and being who you really are singing from your real voice all that stuff enjoy and i'll speak to you real soon with part two thanks for listening guys that was really good i really appreciate you being here and i'd like to ask you a couple of questions a couple of favors really 
in as much as I'd like you to share this podcast. Share it in a few ways. One is I'd like you to just share it with your friends. Share it with people that you know. Anybody you think it may help. Because that would be awesome. Spreading the word. Spreading the community of this personal development unplugged. Also, I'd like you to share your thoughts with me. Share your thoughts, your feedback, the things you enjoyed, the things you'd like me to do differently, the things you'd like me to explore even deeper, maybe more things like depression, loneliness, or happiness, or good stuff. They're all good, but if there's things you'd like to give me feedback on, that would be awesome. Just email me at feedback at personaldevelopmentunplugged.com. Anything and everything would be awesome. And if I use it, obviously, total anonymity. (laughs) Anonymity? You'll be anonymous. Also, if you could just go to the platform that you listen to this podcast on and give a review, if you would. On iTunes, there's a, there's a capability of giving a five-star review. That would be awesome. And just subscribe on any of those platforms. So you get them on a Wednesday, get them on a Saturday, and you don't have to look for them. Get other people to subscribe. That would be great because that helps push this around to other people too. And as you know, as always, I have a different set of programs on a website called paulcloughonline.com. Got lots of different stuff that, yeah, I know you have to pay for, but that's just a different thing. They're more involved, they're more detailed, and they're more structured. Just have a look at at the website and, and the programs on offer. I think you'll find they're of interest. You've even got one which is has its own five-day free free start, as it were. And sometimes you even just let go of your anxiety listening to those five days. Have a listen to that. And lastly, and not leastly, those hypnosis tracks. Just go along to that paulcloughonline.com forward slash podcast and you'll have access to all the hypnosis tracks that have been produced for this podcast. They're all there. They're all in order. They're all numbered and they're downloadable. You don't have to search through 300-odd podcasts to find the hypnosis track you want. They're all there. And you might find something even that you didn't think of. And it's just right for you now. So do that. Have more funding stand. And I'm going to be speaking to you real soon. But thank you for your time. Warning, you are now leaving the unplugged mind of Paul Clough. It's time to fly on your own. Be brave, my friend. Personal Development Unplugged.
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.